I think we do need to win just for us as a team. I think we got to, you know, as we're heading into the later part of the season, uh, we got to start getting this thing back rolling. And it's time we start, you know, firing on, firing on all cylinders. I mean, we finished the year with not to get ahead of where we're at right now, not to get ahead of Thursday, uh, but we finished the season, you know, with a lot of division games. So, I mean, I think it's going to be important, you know, that we start, start to play better football. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Back here on a Thanksgiving edition of BetQL Daily. We'll get to our lightning bets coming up in the next segment. You heard from Zeke there, and uh, can he get over his rushing total today? FanDuel has it set at 65.5 rushing yards. For more of a perspective down in Dallas for the Cowboys game against the Raiders, we go out to the Roman guest line and welcome in Ari Temkin, host of Dallas Cowboys Radio Network and 105.3 The Fan, also host BetQL as you right here on BetQL in the action on Saturdays, 12 to 4 Eastern time. Ari, great to have you on the show. I want to start with the news that's now uh, coming out from Jake Glazer, and I don't know if it was the expectation or not, but C.D. Lamb not going to play today. What does that mean for the Cowboys? Yeah, I mean, he was certainly, um, the expectation was that, that he'd be able to go, but, you know, with concussions and only, only having four days in between having the concussion, um, you know, it was up to independent doctors, and obviously it was too quick going to turn around to get him going. And it's tough. It's a tough loss for, for the Cowboys um, if it ends up being the case because I mean, you're talking about the two most productive receivers for this team in this high-explosive offense not being able to play. And, and even though Derek Carr and the Raiders haven't been very good of late in their passing game, it's still a very explosive passing attack that you have to match. So it's a tough loss. Um, it, I, I would argue that C.D. Lamb is a bigger, more important player for the Cowboys than, than Amari Cooper, but to lose both of them, and, and those are guys that are you know leading t- toward the top of the NFL in explosive passing plays. So it's a big-time loss for the Cowboys. Hey, Ari. Um, happy Thanksgiving. We really appreciate you calling in today. Um, so who I'm looking at some props. Any touch, Anytime touchdown scores, who do you like in this matchup to maybe find the end zone? Well, I mean, the Cowboys talked this week about a renewed, you know, part to their running game. They really went away from it um, in the last week against Kansas City, even though they probably shouldn't have. And so I think the Cowboys are really going to four-speed their running game, especially given, you know, the success that they've had running the football with Tyron Smith back in line at left tackle. That's a huge boost to their, uh, their, their, their front line and, and the ability to run the football. So I, I like Zeke or Tony Pollard, quite frankly, but, but I would definitely bet on the Cowboys' rushing attack to get into the end zone, and, and probably more specifically Zeke. And maybe he'll find the Salvation Army kettle, too. That'd be awesome. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys as well. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us, man. Really appreciate that. I Look, the, the Cowboys last week against the Chiefs, how much of that performance is, hey, one of those games we were out a bunch of personnel – uh, and it really made matters difficult in-game to make the adjustment once C.D. Lamb is out. And how much was it maybe a sign of some, some issues that are, are there for the Dallas Cowboys? How real was that nine-point performance in your mind with this Cowboys offense? Yeah, no, I mean, it's a, it's a great question, and especially given they've lost two of their last three games and haven't looked great offensively in those two. And this is an offense that's, you know, showed at times to be one of the best in the National Football League. So it's concerning. You know, look, I, I do think – when you thought, when you look back at the Kansas City game, like this is a team in the Cowboys that have won a lot of games this year with missing key pieces. I mean, they won a game without Dak Prescott. They've won games uh, without 
Michael Gallup, Demarcus Lawrence should be back next Thursday, but he's been out most of the season. Randy Gregory, who's another great pass rusher for them, has been out. So, I mean, they, they've been missing key guys most of the year, and they've been able to overcome it. But, I mean, <laughs> it's really hard to beat really good teams without your best players. And I think that was the thing that maybe Cowboys fans and a lot of people didn't exactly figure with this game in particular. Like, it, it, there's a reason you pay the better players more money and then they may, they command higher salaries. And, right, I mean, like, there's you need good players to win consistently. And the Cowboys have been able to win consistently without some other good players. But, yeah, I mean, you're out. You know, a Hall of Fame left tackle last week at Tyron Smith and replacing him with a guy that's okay but has played predominantly on the right side, so that, that transition's tough. You know, you're without your top two receivers in an explosive pass attack. You know, and, and that's not even to, to mention what they are missing on defense because their defense actually played pretty well against really good offense in Kansas City. So, yeah, look, I do think the common thread in the Kansas City-Denver game is they really beat up front on both sides of the line of scrimmage. And, you know, I do put some stock into that when teams are physical with them. When, they, you know, Kansas City played up and pressured their corners and pressed, you know, when, when teams are physical with the Cowboys, they struggle a little bit. But also, with that being said, I mean, you know, no Tyron Smith, no Mari Cooper, no CeeDee Lamb. That's a struggle to win football games, especially against good teams. Dak Prescott, so I'm looking at some props here. <laughs> we were just talking about some props last segment, so I want to pick your brain. Um, over 10 and a half rushing yards. He's gone over that like four times this season against a Raiders front seven that tends to generate some pressure. Could you see him running a little bit and going over that? Or would you take the under if you were betting that prop? It's a good prop. I, that's a good prop. I do like the over there. You know, given what you said, um, it's a team that rushed the quarterback well. But also, because again, I think there's going to be a renewed commitment to the running game this week, considering they kind of abandoned it last week. And it's you know been a huge part to what they do. And so I could see some zone read stuff where Dak keeps it and goes. But but I will say, with that being said, I'm going to hedge a little bit here because Dak is just not looking to run as much as he has in the past. And, you know, you can kind of tell, you know, even when there are opportunities for him, say, play action, and he's, you know, he's got wide open field, he's still looking to throw the football. So he's definitely, you know, he's more conscientious of not trying to run with the ball in, you know, this season. But this is certainly a game, I think, about the over 10 yards on it because you get you know basically that's that's one rush attempt for Dak because there's a guy that, that when he does rush there's some there's some green grass in front of him so I I take the over there but that's a good, that's a good prop we're talking to Ari Timken of Dallas Cowboys Radio Network 105.3 The Fan uh, of course you hear him on the weekends and see him here on BetQL BetQL you in the action Saturdays 12 to 4 Eastern Going back to C.D. Lamb for a second, with his absence, uh, and Aaron and I were talking about maybe what it means for Michael Gallup or Cedric Wilson. Now, FanDuel has, it looks like Michael Gallup's receiving yard total. Let me uh, the, the exact number, let me pull it back up here. I think it was at 63 and a half receiving yards for Michael Gallup. Is he the, the guy that has to step up at 63 and a half? Or is, it, or is it Cedric Wilson, a potential option to have a big game for him? You know, Gallup certainly, the problem is, you know, they don't really move him around much. And that's, I think, the advantage to CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper is those are guys that can play inside, can play outside. Um, you know, so he's going to kind of get what he's going to get, and he's going to get, you know, um, I, I'd imagine the, the Raiders' top cover corner on his side. Cedric Wilson's certainly a guy that plays a lot inside for the Cowboys and is a guy that has a lot of upside. Also, also Dalton Schultz, the tight end, this is a guy that has had some pretty big games for the Cowboys over the last couple of years, especially – when they're compromised, they, they played some snaps. I, you know, Cooper's going to miss the second game uh, of his career with the Cowboys this week. So they haven't missed him in games, but there have been times where 
you know, he's he's been had he's had issues with injuries until he sat, you know, sat down for snaps or series, and that's you know when they seem to kind of feature Dalton Schultz a little bit at the tight end. But I mean, this is not a good game, I would imagine, to to, to wager on who's going to catch passes for this team because this is a team that likes to spread the ball around. They, you know, given that we don't know, or given that CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper aren't playing, I think it's just tough to call who's who's the guy that's going to be the reliable target. But certainly Gallup's the guy that stands out. He's their number one now. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, Cedric Wilson or maybe Dalton Schultz is a guy to play too. Our producer got very excited, I think, when you, he heard you mention Dalton Schultz because uh, he gave us a little prop play of the segment before. So you just made our, our producer very happy, reinforced uh, his, his thoughts on Dalton Schultz. No, I mean, oh, he, yeah. He's an well, underrated. A... Sorry, go ahead. No, go, you go, go. <laughs> no, I mean, he's just a very underrated target and weapon for this offense. And, you know, he, he seems to, like, this is the game where they need Dalton Schultz. You know, he, he's a guy that they need to play well today. And the, the other part, too, is the Cowboys ran a lot of 11 personnel last week, which was surprising um, because you'd think with the being compromised along their offensive line, they would have brought out extra tight end help. Now, Blake Jarwin is hurt, but you still have another backup tight end. So I, I, I think we'll see a lot more 12 personnel, one running back, two tight ends in the formation, which you know basically means you get extra blockers, but also make Dalton Schultz a much better tar- a much bigger target. So they need him today. I wonder – I wanted to ask you big picture looking at the NFC East. Um, it seemed like this was the Cowboys division to win, but now here are the Eagles. I keep waiting for them to crumble, but it seems like the formula of running the ball is working very well for them. I am definitely not a believer in the Washington football team, um, even though they've won two straight. But how do you see this division shaping up? Yeah, I mean, it certainly seems now to be better than what it appeared to be a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, look, I think the Eagles, when you look at that final wild card spot in the NFC, I mean, it's up for grabs. There are a lot of teams, you know, in the mix for it. And the Eagles certainly are one of them. I just, you know, maybe I'm a little bit too confident, but I just don't see any other team being able to compete with the Cowboys. Um, you know, you're going to go through ups and downs in a season. It's a long season. Even the best teams struggle from time to time at certain points. And that's what the Cowboys are going through right now. But I mean, we'll, I always, you know, I never want to overreact to any individual game or any two games. I always look at the season in quarters. I think you can make good conclusions uh, and draw conclusions from four-game spans. And so the Cowboys, I mean, the majority of the season, multiple quarters, have had an extremely efficient and good offense. And so that's still the offense I think that they have. They're just hitting some struggles here with some injuries and whatnot. But these are guys they'll get back, and, and especially given if Amari Cooper and Steve Lamb are there for the biggest games of the season, then – you know, I, I think all will be well in terms of, of this offense. They, they After next week, you know, they have uh, the Raiders today and then uh, the Saints next Thursday. They close five of their final six games are against divisional opponents. So they're closing within this division, and I think that's perfect for them because they can kind of feast on this division, two games against Washington, two games against the Giants, and then they cl- conclude the season against the Eagles, which could be a really big game. So, yeah, I mean, I – just, just given the success of this offense over the course of you know the majority of this season and what I've seen from the rest of this division, I just don't think anybody has an offense in this division that can keep up with the Cowboys. All right, we know that you know Dak Prescott is is likely going to be the NFL Comeback Player of the Year. We were talking a little bit earlier about the MVP award, though. Dak is now nine to one. He was seven to one before last week, and here's another. Great stage for him to have an impressive performance. How much discussion in Dallas is there for, for Dak to be the MVP this season? And 
what, what do you feel like he needs to show there in Dallas uh, to continue to get more attention for it? It's wide open right now. Right. I think that's part of it, Alex, is, is the fact that it's wide open, you know, because if, if you have somebody quarterback running away with it right now, it's tough to think that Dak could win it because he's missed a game and has not played well in two uh, of the last three games. But, um, you know, look, I, I in terms of are, are people talking about it here? Sure. You know, but Dak can still be polarizing to a certain degree. Um, you know, I, I grew up in Chicago, and, you know, I mean, the Bears quarterback situation, I mean, there, there are probably five quarterbacks <laughs> yeah. in the history of the Cowboys that would be the greatest quarterback in the history of the Bears organization. You know what I mean? So, like, the Cowboys fans are a little skewed because they've had such good play consistently over the last, you know, 60 years they've been in existence. Um, at the quarterback position, you think about legendary quarterbacks. So, yeah, I mean, look, 9-1 to is a good number for me especially given it's you know, down from 7-1. to one. I still think that this guy is one of the best passers in the game. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just hard to win when you're, you know, when you're missing key guys. I mean, this is an explosive pass attack, but without Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb, it's not as explosive. And, and, you know, so Cowboy fans blame Dak for not lifting up the team when they're missing players, and I get that. I mean, you talk about high-paid players and quarterbacks. Those are guys that are supposed to, you know, overcome adversity and injuries and such. And so... This is a, a game for him to prove that, as it was last week. He didn't play well. But, you know, Tyron Smith, I think, being back in the picture, that's huge. Yeah, I'd probably argue that Tyron Smith was the bigger loss last week going into the game than Amari Cooper, and then losing CeeDee Lamb in the game didn't help. Uh, but, yeah, having Tyron Smith there to, to protect the left side is huge. He's a Hall of Fame player and still playing at a very, very high level, uh, even at his age. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say 9-1 to is a pretty good number considering – Again, they closed the season. Five of the last six are against divisional opponents that don't have great defenses, so they could be feasting down the stretch of the season, and you could see 9-1 to being probably the, the, the greatest value you'll get in that spot. Oh, there it is. Ah. We got a feasting in there, Aaron. You see, it's Thanksgiving. I was wondering, all right, did you do that? If you did that intentionally or not, you got a little feasting in here on Thanksgiving. Intended. Pun unintended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wasn't I wasn't sure what direction you were heading with. Uh, last question before we let you go, though. Very very important stuff here. Uh, pumpkin pie, apple pie, cherry pie. Where are we going with today? Or none of the above? Yeah, I mean, I gotta I gotta see what uh, what it's like in the press box. I'm trying to remember the pie situation in the press box in years past. It's um, you know, it is pretty wild. This is my fourth year doing the pregame postgame show for the Cowboys and. You know, we do all the home games from AT&T Stadium. We do the away games from the studio in Dallas. And, you know, the, the first year I remember sitting up in the press box and you got, I mean, you got a pretty good Thanksgiving meal. I mean, I've had a, I've eaten a lot of press boxes before. I've got to say, like, Dallas Cowboys <laughs> press box is pretty impressive. Cowboys is the best. I mean, I've been there, yeah. too. It's amazing food. Yeah, the it, Ravens it, I mean, it, feed you well, too. <laughs> my God, you know, I've been to some NBA. I mean, like, there's just some bad ones that are, I mean, it's just awful. But, but, I mean, so, I, like, the first year I sat down and I've got my turkey and I've got my potatoes and cranberry, you know, and, like, I look around and it's like there are folks that have spent 20, 30 Thanksgivings sitting, you know, sitting there. And, and that is the fa- that's the family that we're enjoying Thanksgiving with. It's just a bunch of people that have covered this team for a long, long time that have spent a lot of Thanksgivings away from family, you know, to be there at the Cathedral of Dallas, Texas, in, in, in Arlington for the Cowboys. So, um, it's a long-winded way to answer your question. I'll take any pie I guess I can. I, I suppose I'm 
I we like gotta that. go, Ari. Hey, appreciate it so much, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the game there in Dallas. That was Ari Timken on the Roman guest line, where you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to roman.com slash betql. We're back with our lightning bets here on BetQL Daily.